I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. Disciplining you. <laughs> Amazing. In some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Hey, we got good finishes galore here on Live Bet Sunday. Of course, brought to you by BetMGM. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Parles. Danny Burks alongside in Chicago. Danny, we got a lot of tight action going to the end here. We will start in the game that is closest to the finish. L.A., Rams holding on to a three-point lead. Geno Smith complete. And the Seahawks are going to have first and goal at the eight. Down by three with 41 seconds to go. Uh, Marquise Goodwin on the catch. And again, Danny, uh, you're sweating out at under 50 and a half here. You are rooting for a Seattle touchdown and no pitchy-pitchy woo-woo on the back end. Yep, pretty much. Did not think this one was going to be coming down to the wire like this. But, hey, Seattle's defense did not do anything stellar in the second half. And, well, I mean, I guess I'm fortunate enough that the Seahawks weren't able to capitalize in the red zone earlier. But, hey, if they did, maybe the game would have been blown out of proportion. But this has been fascinating to see how these markets have moved now because Seattle now is minus 350 naturally as they're trending toward getting into the end zone. The Rams are plus 250, which, look, I'm not advocating for anybody to take it. But, again, this red zone offense all year has been a mess 
for Seattle, and it has been today too. So if you do take it, you have the chance that they settle for the field goal, and then you get overtime, which you're not going to get those odds then. Again, I don't want to get involved in it, but uh, man, this game is, it, it's been nuts. I could still see something crazy happening where the Rams end up winning this one in regulation. Though. To cut you off there, touchdown, Geno Smith, well, DK Metcalf, 26 <laughs> 23, Seattle back on top. PAT's coming in the second. Rams are now 10 to 1. If you think that John Wolford's got to drive in with 35 hey. seconds left, down by four, assuming that the PAT is good uh, with Jason Myers, I would imagine the PAT will probably be made. Uh, by the way, in Cincinnati, Bengals score a touchdown. They're now up 27 24. Casey's got it at their own 37 yard line with seven minutes to go. Chiefs are, and the Bengals, actually, Danny, Chiefs and Bengals are now a pick 'em as Travis Kelsey into Cincinnati territory. So this game is delivered. A spectacular game here, there. Also, one other one real quick. So before we went to break, Ben brought this up. They were chow- the Miami Dolphins at a fourth and two. They threw it to Kosicki. He was ruled to catch on the field for a first down. Kyle Shanahan would one time out, challenges the ruling on the field. He gets the win there. Overturned, or overturned to an incomplete pass. And a big-time stop for the San Francisco defense as the Niners find a way to get off the field. And now are trying to milk this clock out. 3.22 to go. They got a second and eight coming at midfield here. And Debo Samuel picks up the first down but goes out of bounds. Niners six-and-a-half point favorites live, plus 165. The total here, Danny, uh, looks like a good team trying to salt away another one against a good another good football team in Miami. Okay, well, we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll hear from Danny in a second uh, uh, as we uh, continue to roll along here. By the way, real quick, also, the Chargers are back in the game against the Raiders. Keenan Allen from Justin Herbert on fourth and twelve at the thirty-five yard line. And eh, why not go for broke Herbert? Beautiful throw, unbelievable catch by Allen. So it's a twenty-seven to twenty score, and the Chargers. They're back in the game again. Six and a half the line. Big juice on the Raiders. 54 and a half is your total right now. Chargers and Raiders trying to get to the finish line. The Raiders are trying to split the season series with L.A. Again, the Chargers with a win would be into the playoff picture as the seven seed, regardless of result in Cincinnati. If they were to win this game, if they were to lose, it would be the eight in the AFC tied with New England going there. All right, Danny. Our uh, Goose Island bet in Cincinnati Chiefs and Bengals, 27-24, Bengals in front. But, Danny, the Chiefs are on the move. Right now it is, uh, again, Bengals are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. But here's a weird quirk at one, one, one big-time sportsbook. Cincinnati's minus two-and-a-half, minus 115. And they're minus 110 on the money line. Figure that one for me. <laughs> I just, it, it makes no sense sometimes. But that's why you got to check both because it doesn't always computer add up the same. And, these automatic lines that are being put up, just, I don't know. It doesn't adjust or whatever it is, but man, I mean, Jeff, we're sweating out what about four minutes and 50 seconds to go in this game. This is going to feel like four hours because of how many possessions there's going to be between both of these sides of the ball. You would imagine. I mean, we'll see what the chiefs can do, but I have no confidence in since these defense are actually making a big stop here, maybe to limit the touchdown, but not to at least prevent them from getting a field goal. I, it's just going to be classic Kansas city, Jeff, where 
you know, it'll be like third and long or something. And then you'll be like, all right, here we go. And then a big play from Patrick Mahomes. We've already seen that multiple times in this game. But yeah, this one truly isn't over till it's over. Well, you got a third and three coming for, for Kansas City down by a field goal with four and a half to go. They're in Butker range. It would be a 50-yard kick from where they are, but... Probably go for it. What, hand it off and then maybe go for it? Because they hand it off and that one-third down in the red zone. Danny, if I were going with this, this is four-down territory because I'm trying to give Cincinnati the ball back with the least amount of time possible. Mahomes on on third and three, escapes, and wow, what a play by the Bengals. A sack of Mahomes back to the 36. Uh, What a play by Yusei there to get the sack. Uh, I, I think you got a kick now if you're Andy Reid, 53-yarder for Butker coming on fourth and five. What a spectacular play that was, coming from behind and yeah. getting Mahomes he by the ankle. He would have got that, too. And Mahomes a little gimpy getting off the field as well. Yeah, I thought he would have got it if he uh, if he had got if he had uh, gotten away. But here you go. Harrison Butker, a big kick here from 53 yards to get this game, excuse me, 55 yards to get this game even as the snap is good, the hold is good, the kick is no good, and the Bengals will get it back with 320 to go with a chance to put this game away as that sack looms largely. I don't think that kick was good from 50, Danny, but at least if there's not a sack, you have the opportunity to go for it if you're Kansas City, but a big hold by the Bengals' defense. Man, I, again, like seldom are you going to get that to happen against Patrick Mahomes. We talk about missed opportunities from the offensive Cincy, but their defense coming up huge back-to-back times. And, well, uh, you got to think your sentiment in this game has changed quite a bit uh, based on what has happened in this fourth quarter. My goodness, that is a huge miss because, again, Kansas City has not stopped Cincy from moving the ball. Has Cincy gotten their own way? Absolutely not converting in the first half. The miscatch from Boyd, but they're still getting points on every single possession. So, hey, if they're getting a touchdown here, you got to feel pretty good if you're uh, on the side of Cincinnati. Even though we know what Patrick Mahomes can do at the end of games, the defense is at least limiting them enough to where it's kind of just been uh, elongated drives, I guess you could say, it, it, with this, with the exception of the two big plays from MBS. But they've been making them work for it every single time, has since his defense against Patrick Mahomes in that offense, something you rarely see. It is over in L.A. A desperation heave on fourth and 21 from Wolford intercepted. The Seahawks are going to escape. Wow. They won't cover. You're going to escape, but you're under 50 and a half as well, Danny. And the Seahawks avoid really what would have been a really bad loss to take to a Ram mash unit. Uh, but they get they hold on. They get it done. 27-23. Seattle's going to survive and move to 7-5 and five on the season, Danny. Uh, but the Rams get the money. They cover. Good job there if you bet the Rams today. I, man, I mean, like, this Rams team is just a squad I never want to get involved with unless I'm fading them, but you really even can at this point, Jeff, because they're always just going to be such a huge underdog and you didn't want to lay that much with Seattle, right? I mean, if you're going to do anything with the Seahawks, it was probably attractive to tease them down as about a seven point favorite. But I think what you got to take away from this game, and now you've kind of gotten those two sample sizes, is that Seattle is coming back down to reality. You can kind of understand how to scheme against them defensively. Like, yeah, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf are going to have theirs, but if you can kind of work around that and contain it, and then you know how to attack them with your offensive side of the ball, this team has a ton of gaps still to fill, right? It seemed like it was inevitably going to catch up with them. Uh, It's just kind of weird. It happened against the Raiders, 
and then against this Rams team. But again, that's a telltale of what some of these better teams can do against them coming forward. Here you go, by the way, Danny, huge third down and four for the Raiders. An unbelievable catch by Adams with one hand. They rule the catch on the field. Chargers are going to challenge, and I think that is a good challenge by Brandon Staley. I don't think Adams ever got his left foot in despite that spectacular catch. And here you go. Seems like we're in it every week with the Raiders, Danny, where this is a game the Raiders were in firm control. McDaniels, for no good reason, kicks a field goal on fourth and one at the six-yard line. And here you go. Chargers get a big touchdown on fourth and 12. And now you're looking at a scenario where the Chargers may get this back with five minutes to go with a chance to win the game. This is just going to be so comical because I, you yeah, know, you were you know cracking what's happening up about now, it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, of course, because you were cracking up originally why you didn't run the ball in fourth and one, which is a completely appropriate response for what Josh McDaniels did. And I'm going to be sweating out this overtime bet. And because I'm sweating that out, Jeff knows how this plays out. The chargers will get the ball back. They will get a touchdown, but instead of tying the game up and potentially giving me the 10 to one cash, they're going to try to go for two because that's what Brandon Staley does. And objectively speaking, is that the right call? Yeah. In this type of game, <laughs> it sure is. But for my bet, I'm hoping he doesn't do that, Jeff, but oh my goodness, you, you just know it's due, right? Like it, yeah. it's gotta happen. Oh no. I think it's a mortal lock at this point that this game's <laughs> ending one point the other way and you lose your bet in crushing fashion. Oh. By the way, the Niners somehow found their way into a fourth and 29. So what looked like was going to be a chippy field goal for Robbie gold ends up being a 48 yard kick. But Danny, you know it better than I do. Good as gold. Robbie gets right. it done from 48 and the Niners more than likely to put that game away up by nine with two and a half minutes to go. Now, now Jeff, if I weren't already on the side of San Francisco, I'm not going to lie. Like if Robbie gold misses that kick or, you know, if the dolphins get some kind of chance within a one score game, I wouldn't have hated the idea of taking a look at Miami to get a drive because Tua was finally getting in a rhythm, right? There's just that one catch. I was dropped on fourth down and the more chances you give them, the more likely they're going to get some big play with the receivers they have, but great job by the defense. Great job by Robbie gold. Big kick. Again, 203 to go. Sorry, misspoke there. Miami getting it back. Down nine, though. You want to take them live? Well, there's no spread. You want them 25 to 1 to win it outright? Probably hold your money. Back with more next Live Bet Sunday. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted out specials, and plenty more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing wagers from anywhere in the state of Nevada. Whatever your sport and whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. It must be 21 or older. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one 800 Gambler. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Parles, Danny Burke alongside. On a third down and five, and what probably will be the decisive play of the game in Cincinnati, Jamar Chase picks up five and maybe an inch to get the first down. And now Kansas City out of timeout. Cincinnati's going to have a second and four on the north side of the two-minute warning, which should open the entire playbook for the Bengals here, if Zach Taylor does this correctly. And one first down, and the Bengals will have beaten Kansas City for the third consecutive time, Danny Burke. Man, how about it? I'm uh, I'm getting thirsty over here, Jeff. We're getting close, <laughs> baby. Now, I can't celebrate that quick with Mahomes on the other side. But, again, uh, props to the Bengals, right? You had a great reasoning for wanting to go against them, not taking advantage of opportunities against Kansas City. You typically are not going to win when you do that. But then the Chiefs handed it back, right? Not converting. Uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes getting sacked, the fumble from Travis Kelsey, something that doesn't happen, much like something that doesn't happen with Boyd dropping a pass directly in his bread basket. So it just so happened one defense caught more breaks than the other, and that was Cincy. And that's the main reason I like them to begin with. And they've been a better second half defense the entire year than they have in the first half. In the first half, they were doing well. So uh, again, still a lot of time, a lot of things can happen. We've seen crazier things occur with both of these teams. But uh, since he definitely needs to get the touchdown here. Meanwhile, just down the road from me, the Raiders, again, are just in the process of doing it again. (laughs) Herbert and company started inside their own 10. They are now at the Vegas 43. They'll have a second and 10 coming up. There's still a lot of time left in this game, 340 to go. (laughs) By the way, Tua just got got intercepted again 
So, my uh, so Tua now with four turnovers. By the way, while we were gone, Tua got strip sack, fumble, touchdown for San Francisco. Uh, so the lights are out for Miami. Niners are going to win 33-17, cover with ease, and another impressive win, even with the injury to Jimmy Garoppolo for the Niners, beating a bona fide playoff team by 16. Very impressive by the Niners. But here you go, Danny. Right now the Chargers are 3-1 to one on the money line. You have a 10-1 to one in this game to get to overtime, which I think we all have resigned the fact to that if the Chargers score a touchdown here, they are going for two and totally screwing up your big bet. Yep. So yeah, ten to one on OT, and because we know that's inevitable, I actually took plus three forty with the Chargers uh, for a little bit. There you go. So, so twenty seven twenty six is your worst scenario here. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. Again, it, it's not like a legit, like typical standard unit play, right? I'm, I'm kind of just trying to salvage if that happens, but ideal scenario could turn to be a great day if it goes overtime and then the Chargers somehow manage to win. That would be a heck of an ending to this Sunday. Uh, but yeah, I mean, again, it comes back to that decision to settle for the field goal. It made no sense based on how they were running the ball, why you wouldn't just keep pounding the rock with your best player up to this point in Josh Jacobs. It, it was mind boggling. And you said it from the start and now they're letting Los Angeles come back into it. But the interesting thing here though, Jeff, is how quick if the Chargers score that they do it because are they still going to go for two if there's plenty of time? Maybe not, right? That's the thing. I feel like it's got to be under a minute for him to go for two. Probably. I mean, you're much better off if they throw a touchdown on this play. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're significantly better off. Right. By the way, the Raiders had to call timeout on defense because it looked like everyone was disheveled. <laughs> so it's a third down and nine uh, with 252 to go. Again, Chargers are plus 540 here. Is uh, they have a third down and nine at the Raider 42, and Herbert gets clocked as he throws way high incomplete. Very fortunate there wasn't a safety over the top, or that would have been an interception. But here you go, Danny, fourth and nine again. We saw in the last drive, fourth and 12 turned into magic for a touchdown from Herbert to Allen. So I'll keep you there. Also, by the way, the play before the two minute warning for Cincinnati, Earl took a sack. So it's third and 11 now. Big. Now Kansas City actually with a defensive stop on third and long. We'll have an opportunity to get the ball back. Look, you have to run the ball and take the time off the clock if you're Cincinnati. I know the allure of trying to get a first down and ending the game, but you got to take the 40 seconds off the clock here if you're the Bengals. But they're going to throw Burrow over the middle, and it is complete. Oh, my goodness. What? Stones by Joe Burrow there. Burrow to Higgins, and the lights are out on KC. Wow. Gutsy. <laughs> gutsy, gutsy, gutsy. But that you is that is well-earned by the Bengals there. Trusting your best player, and Burrow connects, and that game is over, and it's under as well. 27-24, to 24, Bengals win it, and what a miserable beat if you had over 54 here. You just needed Butker to make that kick, Danny, and you would have pushed and more than likely won. But what a win. And you know what, Danny? I I, got to say this. Because the pendulum flipped too much on the Bengals early in the season. They start 0-2. There's a fluky game against Pittsburgh. I don't think we can't argue that anymore. That was a fluke. What happened? Burrow didn't play in the preseason because he appendectomy. All those turnovers. McPherson, who didn't miss a kick all postseason, misses three. Week two, you know what? They weren't mentally prepared to play against Dallas, who was significantly better than you, all of us thought. And Cooper Rush played genuinely well in that game. But the Cincinnati Bengals, especially now with injury concerns in Baltimore with, with Lamar Jackson, 
Danny, I am very curious to see what those AFC North odds are when they repopulate either later tonight or tomorrow. But with the way that schedule looks, even though it is difficult, the Cincinnati Bengals are going to be favored in every game left except for that game against Buffalo. And I'm not even certain that they're not going to be a slight home favorite in that game. You're right. I mean, and honestly, based on how the Bills have looked, would you want to bet Buffalo in that game? If they're in a small underdog role, sure, I could understand. Yeah, totally different bet that. at that point. Exactly. But if it's a pick and you got Cincy at home, I, I don't know, man. I mean, uh, look, they have no run game whatsoever. It's similar to kind of how the Chiefs are. At least they're making an attempt to have a run game. The Bills have zero. And Josh Allen clearly is dealing with something in his arm. You saw that was evident on Thanksgiving. He looked great against the Patriots, but... Granted, they've looked amazing against the Patriots the last three times they've played them now, but that's going to be a heck of a game. Uh, where would you make that line, Jeff? I'm curious. What, Cincinnati and Buffalo? Yeah. I need to see what the Bills need in that game. Now, remember also with that result, Danny, the Buffalo Bills have retaken the number one seed in the AFC. Right. Because oh, of that win at Arrowhead. So this is now a whole different calculus at this point the rest of the year. Because, again, we didn't expect Kansas City to win out, but – the Bills are back in a one hole now. And that game, week eight, week 17, I were as of this moment, I would make Buffalo a one and a half. I would make Buffalo, wait, Kansas City was two. So I guess I would make Buffalo a half point better. Two and a half, I would go with probably. That's what the books would. Uh, I think Kansas City are about, or Kansas City and Buffalo are about even. The books like Buffalo a little bit more. Probably be two and a half with Buffalo favored right now, even with the result today with Cincinnati winning that game, Danny. And then that's a perfect teaser opportunity for Cincy, just like in this game. And that's what I did originally pre-flop with the Bengals, but the Ravens, of course, screwed me as the other leg of the teaser. So that was no fun, <laughs> but we made it back a little bit with the in-game angles. So uh, we, were, we were content with that. But look, Jeff, I, I think the difference with Cincinnati and, you know, myself, along with a lot of other people, did subscribe to the championship hangover with Cincinnati. And that was a real thing at the beginning stages of this year, Joe Burrow, not playing in preseason that did impact him negatively. The defense has clearly improved. That's the big difference. Burrow's protection. And eh, that's been wishy-washy and you still don't have a lot of stock in Zach Taylor. I think the comparison you made earlier with Rogers and LaFleur to Taylor and Burrow is, is perfect, right? So the difference there is of course, Joe Burrow has a plethora of weapons around him. Unlike Aaron Rodgers. And you got a competent defense in Cincinnati. So is that going to be enough to overcome in the AFC North? Maybe, maybe not. Is that going to do enough to have them come out on top of the AFC? Well, it worked last year, and now you probably have a better team this year. So, hey, I mean, if you do want to talk about some value and some plays because of how deep the AFC is, perhaps you look at Cincy. The thing is now, after beating Kansas City, Miami losing two, the value is not going to be as great, of course. I don't know what the exact numbers are right now, Jeff, but you got to imagine they're going to shift in favor of the Bengals after today. Yeah, I, I would imagine. Look, again, these future markets could be very interesting now because you have – I'm curious how far Miami falls in these markets because first good team they played in six weeks beats them with the third-string quarterback. Let's just call it what it was. They beat him with a third-string quarterback. Mm -hmm. uh, Cincinnati, again, winning against Kansas City. You have, you, you have Buffalo, again, kind of methodically, after that loss to Minnesota, methodically handling, handling their business. They've been overly impressive, but they're handling their business the last few weeks. And then uh, Baltimore is the big unknown. Lamar Jackson is on the shelf for any, any extended period of time. Right. I don't care that Tyler Huntley came back and won that game. 
Any real football team beats Baltimore today. That's just how bad the Broncos are at this rate. The Ravens are the one that should be the biggest shifter down, even if Jackson doesn't miss any games. We know how impacted he was by injuries in the past. It's going to be a tough go, regardless, however you uh, slice it there, Danny Burke. Hey, we got more to come. We're going to look at Sunday night. The Colts and the Cowboys. Oh, boy, Matt Ryan taking sacks to get the Colts out of field goal range coming in that one. Preview it next, Live Bet Sunday. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Cyber Monday deal has been extended, so sign up today to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber and you'll get a daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving every game. Deep dive daily betting reports, plus our upcoming college bowl and Super Bowl betting guides. New VEASAN Pro subscribers get a $30 credit to the VEASAN store, so it's a great place to shop the VEASAN store. Get all your sports betting gear you need. Hats, shirts, mugs, everything you need. Hurry, this is an extended Cyber Monday offer that won't last much longer, so sign up today and become the new members here to VEASAN and be yourself a perfect sports betting holiday. All right, here we go. One game left on the board, Danny Burke. The Raiders and the Chargers. Raiders just punted on fourth down, and they pinned the Chargers inside their own 10. The Chargers are going to have to go 92 yards in 22 seconds with no timeouts. Now, if it was anyone but the Raiders, I would say this would be absolutely impossible. <laughs> but with the way the Raiders have done some ridiculous things trying to close out games, uh, never going to say never. Chargers are 20 to 1 on the money line right now, Danny Burke. Hey, man. Uh, I'm just bummed out because even if they do get it, you know, of course, uh, they're not going to go. Well, then they're the, definitely uh, going for there. two at that point. <laughs> A hundred percent. Oh, look, no, realistically, even a team like the Raiders should be able to stop the Chargers from this far back with no timeouts. And you would think, I, well, yeah, I guess that's true. It's just, I don't know. I mean, if anything, what you maybe get the midfield and then hopefully get a Hail Mary opportunity. That would probably be the best case if you're Los Angeles, but still, I, I look, did you get involved with the Raiders at any point? Yeah, I got the Raiders plus one and a half. That's right. You had them in the second. Yeah, I, got them yeah. second. I got them I plus think, one and a half for the game. I mean, look, I, if the Chargers score a touchdown, they're going for two. I mean, right? yeah, at that point, it's the Aaron Rodgers. That's the Green Bay against Arizona theory where they should have gone for two after Rodgers hit the Hail Mary in the playoff game. Yep. Herbert on second exactly. and 10 complete. Oh, here we go. Pitchy, pitchy, woo-woo early here. As Eckler uh, gets, uh, gets actually a pretty nice gain after the pitch from Keenan Allen. So, all right, we're in Herbert Hail Mary range now. <laughs> on the border of it, at least. Actually, probably not. It's a 33-yard line. That's a, that's a long way still. All right, here you go, Danny. Eight seconds to go. Chargers down seven. They have a first and ten after a really nice play, actually. A, a nice hook and ladder. Actually, you know what? It's a 37. Herbert could throw the ball 65 yards in the yeah, air. He's got a cannon. Yeah, he easily throws 65 yards in the air. It could be an interesting scenario here for the, for the Raiders as Herbert... <laughs> Fires complete, but inbounds. All right, that's going to do it. Uh, that's buddy. it. DeAndre Carter got tackled inbounds immediately, and this one is done. The Las Vegas Raiders win and cover all numbers. The game somehow stays under 49 and a half, and Vegas moves to 5 and 7. The Chargers are 6 and 6. All right. So a good win from the Raiders. And quite frankly, Danny, I know the Chargers were ahead at halftime. If it wasn't for that pick six by Carr, this is a comfortable Raiders win in the end. 
for sure. And I mean, even think about it too, Jeff, if they would have went for it on that fourth and short, it probably would have got another touchdown. This, this certainly would not have been as close. I just, I mean, it's, it's the same old song and dance with this chargers team. And it really makes no sense how, I mean, it makes that it's just like they're six and six they They're somehow still in the hunt right now. You feel like they shouldn't be in the, the thing that's really an indictment on them is their lack of dealing with adversity, right? I mean, all these teams deal with injuries. Yeah. Mike Williams is out for a majority of the season. He missed Keenan Allen in the first half. And I get that receivers are so, so significant, but it shouldn't be killing you in these games against the likes of the Raiders and all these other teams that are pretty incompetent and have bad defenses. There just has not been any gradual improvement from Los Angeles. And it's really, it's really kind of a shame because you know what kind of talent Justin Herbert has and I just don't know now about Brandon Staley. I was a pretty big supporter of him last year and what he did with all his aggression. And it's not even about that this year. Again, it's just the lack of being able to deal with situations that are unfit for you. That's football. People get injured. You have to work around it. You have to win these close games. Like as much as we want to rag on the Minnesota Vikings, I mean, Jeff, they're at least winning these close I mean, games. They, Does it make can't it- argue with the record, even though we, again, right. Like, at some point they might be a team you fit like in a playoff game. Like correct. You, you, yes. You're going to want to take, you're more than likely going to want to take a bunch of points with the seven seed in the seven, two game, but guess, guess what in the regular season. And I think, and you know what? And, and this we're so close to the sun on this, Danny, where you, you have teams every year in this league and the giants were the story early in the year be about being smoke and mirrors. And now it's kind of turned into Minnesota being 10 and two and winning all these tight games where eight, no in games decided by less than a score. I, it's just one of those where look, Teams, teams bucked the model. The Tennessee Titans were the 18th team in DVOA last year and got the number one seed. Like, yeah. this just happens. The NFL is such, even again, 17 games is a small sample size, all things considered. You can get results that are anti what the numbers say. So, but for the Chargers, look, it just, some franchises just doomed franchises, man. I mean, you have you have an all-world talented quarterback. Yes. Last year, you lose a game to the Texans with 20 guys with COVID and were terrible to begin with, and that cost you the playoffs. You have the game at the, which, which almost ended in the greatest result in NFL history of that game ended in a tie to get both L.A. and Las Vegas in. But look, I mean, there are so many injuries on this Los, on this Los Angeles front, Danny, where, look, they have two winnable home games back-to-back against reasonable to good teams in Miami and Tennessee. Do you expect them to win either of those games? I expect them to split it best. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, Tennessee's just going to run the ball down their throats with Derrick Henry because their run defense has been abysmal all year. They're allowing over five yards per carry. That's also the thing. It's like we could talk about the offense and all the injuries on the offensive side, but their defense was supposed to finally get better. They brought in acquisitions, right? You brought in Khalil Mack. The secondary was getting healthier, but there's just never been an improvement on that side of the ball. And with Staley as your coach, you have to have that side be your strong suit. And, and, and it just hasn't. So at what point does this conversation begin with Staley? And again, I'm telling you, like I was a big Staley guy, but it's frustrating as hell watching this team crumble time and time again in these situations. And even when they get these wins, you're not feeling great about it, right? I mean, that win against the Cardinals, that should not be close. That's a game you got to have in a more comfortable facet. And against the Chiefs, it's like the way you play against Kansas City, Jeff, they've done it twice now. That's how they should play 
every single game. And yeah. I get that both have resulted in a loss, right? But you haven't impressed with the Chargers because you've seen the potential they have. Those are respectable losses because it's just the Chiefs are otherworldly, okay. right? Patrick Mahomes is in his own group and tier of being a quarterback. But you just play down to your competition so much, you keep shooting yourselves in the foot. I mean, you look at the way the Chargers have played. And I want to get to the Vegas perspective in a second because – Things could get very interesting with them in a, in a heartbeat because of the way their schedule breaks down. But, I mean, look, you lose two coin flip games to Kansas City. You lose a game by a score to San Francisco, who's one of the better teams in the league. Uh, you look at you look at the, the games where they got blasted by Jacksonville. I know Herbert had the ribbage issue with that. And then, I mean, even like last week, like Danny, they needed Cliff Kingsbury to very much Cliff Kingsbury that game to get away with beating Arizona last week. So, I, I, again, it just a frustrating year for the Chargers. You can go back to the Raider, Raiders screen uh, real quick. Again, the Raiders, a, a good win for them. They're 5-7, and seven, and Danny, on their schedule, idiotic loss to the Cardinals, just up 20 at halftime and lose the game outright at home. Uh, the, the Titans game, totally no-show for two and a half quarters, have a chance to tie the game in the late two, you lose. Chiefs, up 17 in that game, lose that one. Jaguars. Again, now, yeah, I mean, you're up 17 in that one. Lose that one. You lose to Jeff Saturday in the debut game. I mean, Danny, this could have been a very different season for Las Vegas. And the ridiculous part is, look at the next three games. You play the Rams, who are done, who are 3-9 and nine now. You play the Patriots, who I don't think are really any good and have just feasted mm-hmm. on bad offenses and bad quarterbacks. And then the Steelers, which is a coin flippy game on Christmas Eve. Crazy enough, Danny, you win those three games where I think the Raiders are going to be favored in two of them in a coin flip against Pittsburgh. You'd be eight and seven going into the final two games at home against San Francisco and Kansas City. Crazier things have happened, Danny Burke. I, I, you're right, and it's insane to even think that. Man, those games like the Patriots-Steelers game—that's fascinating from a betting perspective. Yeah, very tight uh, games. Yeah, especially that New England one, man. I. I am tempted to, you know, give more faith there to the side of Las Vegas, but still, then you get the coaching discrepancy there with Belichick yeah, versus big McDaniels. Time, big and, time discrepancy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, um, and then you got to think also that last game of the year, Jeff, Kansas City may not need to play their starters in that game, right? If they have the division wrapped up. So the Raiders may have the advantage in that regard, um, especially if they're trying to get into the playoffs still and actually have a legit shot. I don't know if that's actually going to happen. Probably not, but still that's something you got to consider not only when you're just looking at it right now, but especially if you're curious to get involved in the adjusted win totals, I think sometimes people forget about that with these teams at the top of their division, like the Eagles probably not going to give a crap about their last game, right? Because they don't have the undefeated record to play for, and they're going to have the number one seed presumably. So make sure you're always considering that as well. Well, Kansas City's a little different because if they stay tied with Buffalo, yeah. They will technically have a shot to get the one seed still. That's true. Because they will they'll move Buffalo, New England back to 425 Eastern. It'll be the same time as Raiders and Chiefs. So you could still have to play for a one seed if you're Kansas City. The Eagles one's a good point. Because the Eagles, the final week of the season, play the New York Giants. Giants may need that game to get in the playoffs. The Eagles very easily could have the number one seed wrapped up, especially if they beat Dallas on Christmas Eve. All right, speaking of Dallas, we are going to look at Dallas and Colts. Uh, Indy trying to pull a big upset on the road tonight on Sunday night. That's next. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Turn a loss into a win with BetMGM. Place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any pro football game. And if the, of all the legs but one of your parlay hit, you'll get your stake back and free bets up to 25 American dollars. Log in today or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to take advantage of this offer all at football season long. Just opt into the one-game parlay insurance promotion, then place a one-game parlay wager with four legs on any pro football game. And if that bet misses by only one leg, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older to place a wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. And those free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Happy to be with you. Live Bet Sunday rolling along. Final segment here before Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard take over on the Pro Football Blitz. I'm Jeff Parles, Danny Burke alongside. Let's go to Sunday night. The Cowboys and the Colts. The perfect matchup for the rodeo being in town behind me. Uh, the Cowboys, 10.5 for an 11-point favorite at home tonight. Total really has been static at 44.5 the whole week, Danny Burke. Look, I, I think this is very simple tonight. How invested is Dallas in blowing the Colts out? And for me, Danny, 
the, the Cowboys don't have a look-ahead spot. Yes, it's the all-Texas game, but the Houston Texans are awful. So this is no look-ahead spot for Dallas. I have under 44-and-a-half. That's the one play I like the most. I don't think Indy's going to score much in this game. But I would be wary of laying a big number just because Dallas, again, trying to keep pace with Philadelphia, need to win. They still got that game. They're even under two games back, they still get a shot at Philly on Christmas Eve at the Jerry Dome. Uh, but, Danny, I, I would be concerned about laying a big number with Dallas just because it's hard to beat an NFL team that isn't completely terrible. Indy's not good by any stretch, but they're not the, a drag in the league with Matt Ryan at quarterback. But I would be concerned about laying a big number with Dallas. I'm with you, and I'm usually not one to even want to do that in the first place regardless of the situation. So that would not be my first thought to wanting to lay with Dallas if you really wanted to, but you're a tad bit hesitant because it's double digits. Perhaps look at something in the first half. We saw how Matt Ryan and the Colts looked in the last game's first half, and that was coming off a late primetime game. So now you're relatively on a shorter week, right? I mean, technically speaking. And again, this team wants to get the ground game established in these short passes as soon as possible and hope that that can work against every defense when you have a limited quarterback in Matt Ryan. Well, sure, you may be able to get away with that against some teams, but not this Dallas defense. They know what to expect with Matt Ryan back there. It's not that diverse of a playbook. So uh, I, I like your angle with the under at 44 in the hook. I guess the one thing I would do, because it has moved a little bit, but over 44 is where I would feel comfortable. Uh, the thing I'm probably going to do is wait to see if Dallas gets up to an early lead, maybe Jeff, and if they get a touchdown on their first drive and See if that impacts the total enough to kind of get it up a couple points and then look to jump in on the total going under because the Cowboys aren't going to need much to get by the Colts. It's probably going to be some play action and Dak's going to get what he wants to see. Lamb, Dalton Schultz now getting involved into the mix more heavily and uh, Ezekiel Elliott back with Tony Pollard so they can do their usual thing of kind of methodically moving down the field with the tandem in the running back situation and keep it going from there. And then again, flipping back to the Colts, well, it's Matt Ryan against a great defense. He's probably going to get pressured a lot. They're going to get a lot of sacks. He's probably going to throw an interception if you want to bet that prop, although I'm sure you're laying like over minus 120 for that to occur but again I like your angle with the under that would be my first approach for this game I didn't like any props in this usually when you get kind of a high spread like that I don't know if it's going to present as many opportunities per se because it could just be a blowout and then you don't really know what each team is going to implement on the offensive side of the ball so uh yeah again I, I like your play toward the under only way I would go about it. Not not the most interesting game uh, or exciting one to look forward to tonight. I mean, again, you could have put my again, it didn't turn out to be the best game of the day, but you could have put Miami and San Francisco in Sunday night. It'd be better than this. Yeah. Maybe Jimmy G wouldn't have gotten hurt. Never know. Butterfly effect on one change. Uh, even though, again, Brock Purdy, I guess, shout out to Brock Purdy. Absolutely blasted him as soon as he had to enter the game, but he was great. He played great in the big win <laughs> for San Francisco in uh, in replacing uh, the injured Jimmy Garoppolo yeah. foot injury. We'll have to monitor that because that is going to be a big deal moving forward for San Francisco future backers like our guy Danny Burke. All right, Danny, looking at today, I, I think it's very simple here for me I, going into this late slate. The Niners' defense is awesome. We knew this already, but they completely shut down Miami, for the most part, except for two big plays, and just making Tua Tungavailoa look terrible for a long portion of the game. If they can get what they got out of Brock Purdy today, even about 50% of that, if he's not turning the ball over, the Niners, even if Garoppolo misses some time, I actually still think they're all right. 
and could still really be a threat in the NFC. Yeah, it's not something uh, I would look forward to when it comes to the postseason. But for the regular season, you're absolutely right, Jeff. And it's the same thing we were saying earlier. I mean, you know, Shanahan is very delicate with how he puts his roster together, right? I mean, the guy knows what he's doing. He's a genius out there with his play calling and how he conducts his offense. And it's not like he's just randomly picking Brock Purdy. Like he liked the guy for some reason in the draft and obviously felt confident enough with him in several situations, letting him throw on like fourth and four earlier in the game when that could have had some big repercussions, but you don't need an explosive quarterback in Shanahan's offense. And that has been on display time and time and time again with Jimmy Garoppolo. And I love him hometown kid both rep and Arlington Heights over here but uh, he's not been a great quarterback I think if you put him in a different system Jeff he probably doesn't thrive as much and you could argue with some quarterbacks in another team you put him with Shanahan I'm sure they'd be doing a lot better and again the biggest thing is great as their defense is that is what is going to carry them the remainder of the way and now that you have a guy in Christian McCaffrey who can kill you both in the passing and the running effort because of how good your defense is was on display today that will be enough to overcome in these regular season meetings it's not going to cut it realistically with purdy in the postseason so you're still hoping obviously for jimmy g to get back as soon as possible but in the meantime it should be able to make do cincinnati and kansas city here of course the bengals win the game 27 24 winning as a small underdog at home game goes under to dismay of overbackers who had every chance to get this game over to 54 Danny, we talked about it earlier. We talked about it off the air. We'll bring that conversation here. Cincinnati Bengals have beaten the Kansas City Chiefs three straight times now. And for a team in Kansas City who has had really – look, they had, Patrick Mahomes is still the best quarterback in the, in the, in the world. Yeah. But now you're starting to see – I don't want to go with a Peyton versus Brady dynamic with, those, with these two guys. But as of this moment, when these two teams play – Joe Burrow looks like Tom Brady. And this is something to keep in your back pocket. And I'm very curious when week 17 wraps around. Cincinnati gets Buffalo at home on a Monday night in a game that could very easily decide the number one seed in the AFC. Danny, the Bengals, the pendulum went too far the wrong way on them. This is a really good football team. It does not matter that their coach is oblivious. They have the second best quarterback in the league at Joe Burrow. And other than that game against Pittsburgh, which was a fluke, Mm -hmm. Cincinnati is a legit Super Bowl contender yet again. Absolutely. And I kind of did not think I'd be saying it looking into this year that they are legit. Like I would put money on a consideration type of speak, but that's how good of players they have. That's the improvement you've seen on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, you think about all these three wins draft. The first two were incredibly impressive because one, uh, the first one was when they were trailing. They were trailing by double digits in both games. With the first one, since he was at home, they came back. We won. We're like, wow, that's a stunner. But all right, great win. In the playoffs, they're up, I think, maybe like 21 to 10. You're like, all right, no way. And you not only beat them in overtime, you do it on the road. And then you could have the revenge factor played in here with a Kansas City team that, you know, does have the better quarterback. I think everybody would take Mahomes over Burrow. And you still can't figure it out when since he did not take advantage of a couple opportunities. Man, I mean, he's able to overcome the deficiencies or whatever you want to call it with Zach Taylor from time to time because he got Jamar Chase, because he got T. Higgins, because he got Tyler Boyd. He got P. Ryan taken over when Joe Mixon's hurt. Man, this Bengals team is lethal, and the Ravens are trending down. Bengals are trending up. That's going to be fascinating to see how that market looks as well. Danny, I have some really bad news for you 
and 49er backers. Jimmy Garoppolo with a broken foot. He is going to have surgery. His season is over. So the Niners, who again, Brock Purdy played very well today. But that is a crushing blow for a Niner team that was, again, you and I agreed, all set up after the McCaffrey deal to go out and be the best candidate to knock Philadelphia off in a playoff game at the link. That task gets very difficult now with a rookie quarterback that, yes, played well today, but, Danny, I don't see that holding up. Oh, hi, geez. That, that, that shifts so many things right now, too. I, I know we're running out of time, so I can't really spend I'm just trying to process that. It's tough. All right, we're riding the Brock Purdy train, baby. I'm getting the jersey. I'm getting one for you, too, remember, so don't forget. <laughs> Coming yeah. your way. That, that impacts the line in a big way over the next few weeks uh, for the Niners, who, again, in control in that NFC West. But, hey, maybe Seattle can steal that division now. That's all the time we have here on Live Bet Sunday for our guy, Danny Burke. I'm Jeff Piles. Brady Cannon, Mike Pritchard, come your way next on the Pro Football Blitz. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act by the sink a lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you Amazing. in some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts.